So everyone, I'm going to real quick do an introduction monologue, but before then, please roll initiative. Do we do we use the computer thingy to do that, or like am I going to make a horrible noise by throwing my dice on the desk? Oh. Please use the computer thingy. I have rolled a natural uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> Great way to start. All right, we're doing it in the game zone. Okay, I understand now. It's a little confusing. That's why I want to start out slow. Initiative. This is our little dice box. See, hello, dice bot. What a friendly robot. Everybody Did be nice to dice bot, or I'll be one? after your heads. <laughs> oh. I think because you need to put D. Oh, I was going to say that was far too good for my kind of luck. That's, uh, sorry. Maud, did you get a nat 20? No, no, That's... I didn't. I just really oh, no, you didn't. Okay. Okay. I was, really I was going to be very impressed and more than a little <laughs> surprised. No, no, no. Also, yes, Dicebot can do basic. Basic arithmetic. We're very proud of Dicebot. It seems like we're just in order of alphabetic anyway. <laughs> Wait, who's going first? Like, is it Let lowest to high? Real, real quick. Um, so, Maud, you're going to go first. And then Hi. it's going to be uh, Rave. And then it's going to be Lyra. Um, and I'll put that down in the chat. Maud... Oh wait. I have I have to roll two. Um one I think the D and D I mean the DM could probably talk at any time, right? Because you're God. Oh that's right! I get to talk whenever I want. Um so what I'll probably do is actually to keep it varied, I'll probably just go ahead and re-roll initiative anytime combat starts for me. But for you guys, it's going to always be mod. Then, uh, is it Rave or Ray with a Y? Um, like, uh, like from Neon Genus, Heaven Kelly. <laughs> Ray. One more time. Oh, uh, sorry. You okay? Yes. Okay. Then, um, uh, there. So this, uh, I can put that more clearly. <laughs> okay. Edit. I think technically you should be the first because we don't know where we are in the universe. Order. Yes, I'm editing. Sorry. Yeah. We just sat here floating in the ab absence of reality. <laughs> okay so the order is i go first then mod will go second ray will go third and then lyra and then we'll go right back to the top and we'll just do that for the entirety of the game to make sure that a everybody gets the chance to talk and b we also start uh knowing how to work with initiative um real quick before i get into the game final 
tidbit. Um, is anybody here new to D and D? Um, new to playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've done role play before, and I have listened in on campaigns, but I haven't participated. All right, cool. If you have any questions, let me know. But otherwise, let's get this baby rolling. It's about time we got this baby rolling, isn't it? I have made you all wait long enough. It's been 20 minutes already. Okay. Oh my god, it has been 20 minutes. <laughs> time just flows so much faster than you think it will when you're actually playing the game. All right. You find yourself in the land of the dream workers along the edge of the Inkwell continent in the closest town for miles in a small but hospitable bar named the Third Directional. You three arrive and find the place unusually bustling. If you've been here before, you've never seen it like this. And if you haven't been here before, it looks like every table is filled. There's a teenage waitress who is quite literally scurrying this way and that way across the room. And when she sees you guys, she gives you a sort of panic smile like, oh, shit, more customers, but I have to be polite. And she says, are you all three together? No? Well, too bad. You're sitting together now. We only have one table. She swaps you into a small table in the corner. And... She sits you next to a poster board of odd jobs and uh, local events and so forth. And then she scurries away before she can even get your drinks. So now three strangers find themselves at a table. Please introduce yourselves and let us know how you would like to be called and what your character looks like. Oh. Okay, uh, well, hello, I'm Mod. Mod is fine. Mod is what most people online call me, yay. Um, and the character I play is called Alibi. He's a sorcerer. He's definitely legit. You have absolutely no idea what this character uh, could be as an animal, but I will say that he has a shiny black nose. He has an orange snout. He has orange legs that you can see sticking out from underneath a very big dusty, well-worn, but well-made purple coat with, you know, pointy ears. That might be a giveaway. And he's got a long orange tail with a white tip, so go figure. But most of his face is actually always covered up by the hood and is very, very, very shadowy under there. But he's got some very beautiful, bright, shiny eyes, which probably go with his 17 charisma. Wow. Yeah, deal with that. (laughs) All right. Um, hello, I'm Ray, and, um, my character is Gretchen Skopai, uh, a, a broom <laughs> who is a fighter. The rest of her family is magical, but she's too tough and tumble for that. Um, she has very grassy, weedy hair, <laughs> all frayed up and fluffy, and a long little wooden nose, uh, oaken skin, and just a little rag covering her body. All right. That's so cute. All right. Uh, I'm Lyra. Uh, my character is uh, called uh, Doc Acne. Uh, and as she sits down, she's...
an oversized pair of goggles and a bandana around her mouth and nose. Uh, but you could still like tell what she's emoting at a, at a given time because her eyebrows actually come up above her hair and goggles. And I don't know how that works, but she's a tune, so that's fine. Uh, yeah. All right. So these three strangers come to the same table and sort of stare awkwardly at each other a little bit. Um, the waitress finally comes back and says, all right, um, drinks? But before you can say anything, someone bursts through the door, sobbing unconsolably. A black sheep has burst his way through the door and literally fell onto his knees, wailing, my daughter, they took my daughter, she's gone, she's gone! There's a hush, and then a sudden murmur as everyone starts questioning him. What do you mean your daughter's gone? Who the heck are you? I've never seen you in town before. Throughout this investigation, you figure out that this man is a merchant who is trying to come to this place for the first time, and bandits have taken his daughter and the reason you know it's bandits is because when he wailed, bandits took my daughter. Everyone was like, oh, what kind of bandits? We're pretty good at fighting bandits over here. Um, everyone was excitedly piling on. And then the moment that he said it was down at the, the cycle of life tomb, there's a whoosh and everybody leaves. In a comedic cloud of smoke. Everyone that is, except you three. What do you do? Well, I'm not going to hang around if that's the general response. And, you know, Alibi is just heading for the door, so. All right. Do either of you two take pity upon this poor sheep? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's, there's no way we can just leave this person like this. And what if we can? What if we're next anyway? Gotta do something yeah. now before we get caught up in this. Yeah, someone's got to do something, and it might as well be us because everyone else is gone. The sheep looks at you with tears too. still streaming from his face and says, "Please, I, I don't have much, but I can help you if you'll help me. I, they took my daughter and they want money, but I don't have money. I only have." but I, I could give you something special if you would help me. You know that sound that plays when a video gets played in reverse? That, that noise happens and Alibi walks backwards very quickly <laughs> and then this beautiful smile of like just the most shiny, pretty, pointy white teeth you've ever seen. Oh my dear child, I'm so sorry I hadn't heard you properly the first time. Oh, do get up off the floor. Dear, 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 this is no good at all. Come on, you two. We've got to take care of this poor, unfortunate soul and uh, to solve all of his problems immediately. Now, what, what? You can go into details about the saga lately, but what? what things do you have specifically well first and foremost i i squirreled away 
when I left, I have three healing potions. If if all three of you would help, I would give them away willingly. And when you came back with my daughter, and suddenly his like spine strains up just a little bit, and you can tell that he's not going to give away everything until he's got his girl back. But then he immediately cl- collapses back into sobs after he's made that clear. He's like, if you came back with my daughter, I would give you so much more. That'll do. How about your hair? Ooh. You, you wish to have some of my fur? Well, well, he, he brushes his fur slightly. I see that you have very good taste. I would willingly give everything except a modest, uh, you know, modesty stake. Every bit of fur I have would be yours if you would just give me my daughter back. It's clear that anytime he talks about his daughter, he's going to immediately collapse into sobs. He is now wailing on the floor a little bit, and the teenage waitress is just like, just like staring, slightly disapproving, but also like she gets it because it's his kid. But like, come on, man, pull yourself together. Teens, man. It's a deal. Yeah, we'd be happy to help. Uh, so you said this is over by the cycle of life. Uh, we gotta go there? Yes. Um, he sniffs and pulls himself together just a little bit. Um, <clears throat> let me see. So he gives you directions to the old cycle of life tomb, which is past the forest of Notoro. Um, It's about a day or two's travel away, but it's also not far. Um, The bandits that attacked seem to be surprisingly well-coordinated, and they specifically attacked him in the tomb, which he was trying to map out. He also tells you, if you find anything in that tomb and you bring my daughter back, you can have it all. You can have it. I don't I don't care about anything in that tomb. I just want my little girl back. Um. So Bernard, Bernard gives you each a healing potion and indicates that if you succeed in saving the lost lamb, he will also, in addition to the fine goods which I, a merchant, have, he will owe you a massive favor. So go ahead and write down on your character sheets that you have a healing potion. That's very welcome. Excellent. And Bernard owes you a favor if you ever join in on another one shot. This is almost an aside, but you have to notice that, you know, if you're looking closely at Alibi, as soon as he realizes they're going into a tomb, he looks very uncomfortable about that. All right. So, um, do you guys want to, let me see. Let me see if you agreed to help. I'm sorry. It's, it's been a little while. I'm talking out loud to think to myself. You agreed to help. Uh, next, um, can somebody, I guess, uh, Lyra, can you just roll a d20 without any modifiers? 
Uh, real quick. Thank you. All right. So you guys travel past through the forest of Notaro, alternating who's on watch, but the night passes by uneventfully. Are so we traveling now, by map? Is this like the Muppets? We're going via map? Like you just see this sort of montage of things that are happening as the line travels across? Yes, absolutely. But oddly, nothing much really happens for the fact that there are bandits less than a day's travel. You're not really acousted during the for in the forest. You don't really even see many animals aside from like normal birds and stuff. Um, Everything passes, <laughs> Everything passes pretty uneventfully. So now, mere hours later, in a natural divot in the valley, you hide along the edges of the forest and gaze at the opening of the cycle of life tomb. What, pray tell, do you all do? Maud, you're up. Well, we're here, I suppose that's an accomplishment. The complete absence of any other living life on the way here is slightly disconcerting, I have to admit. Uh, are you two really determined to do this? Because, you know, if you were feeling uncomfortable about this adventure or misadventure, as it might turn out to be, I would be very understanding and I wouldn't tell anybody that you were feeling a little bit afraid or anything. No, no problem at all. Not that bad. No, yeah, that seems like a great idea. Yeah, seems pretty good in there. <laughs> Incidentally, I don't know how to put this, but how experienced are you two at going into tombs, which may be, you know, fine, you know, everything in there is dead, so it should be fine, it should be absolutely not haunted or inhabited by talking skeletons or things that crawl out of the wall at you, but I mean, just, just, just in case there is something like that, do either of you have any experience in that regard? Hmm. Well, I maybe have some skeletons in my broom closet. Uh, I've never fought anything in my life, but I do blow myself up pretty regularly. So I, I, I'm pretty, like, sturdy. I'm fine. Okay, I'm not sure whether that makes me want to stand behind you or as far away from you as possible, but that's something. So who's going in first? Because it isn't going to be me. Oh, I'm fine with going first. First to punch. First are, you guys, are you guys trying to avoid being seen? Are we? Oh, not a bit. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> not avoiding it a bit. Okay. Maybe we should roll a perception check just in case. Smart. Is everybody going to do that or is it just going to be the cowardly fox guy? I it's say everybody roll perception. Okay. Awesome. All right. Uh, what's my perception? Oh, good. It's plus nothing. That's super. Well, that's still better than me. Oh, good. Nice. Um. <laughs> okay, that's still pretty bad. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do something you to you, Lara. I don't know what yet, but something's gonna have to happen. I got one minus one. <laughs> All right. So, um. 
<clears throat> Labels is Gretchen. You, all the others seem to be like looking away from the tomb and like you'd expect that from alibi but doc seems to be a little bit have his head a little bit more in the game but they they don't seem to be looking in the right direction so you alone see that there are actually two people posted uh out in front of the tomb doors um and they haven't noticed you yet but if you're if you want to notify your companions, there's probably gonna have to be a fight before anything else happens in the tomb in order to get into the tomb. Yes. Hey, look at those two guys over there. You think they're trying to get in on our turf, our game? Uh wait, oh, oh, uh those two guys. Okay. Um okay, what's the plan? Well, there's the forwards plan and the backwards plan, and I know which one of those two I'd prefer, but I have a feeling that inevitably we're going to have to go with a forwards plan, aren't we? Um, do we have to confront them? I mean, we could always just try talking to them nicely, or we could uh, distract them and try to get them away from the hole into the earth that we want to go into. I cannot believe that I have agreed to this. I mean, that's a good question. Is there another entrance around here somewhere? I mean, avoid fighting. I don't see why not. Um, um, Lyra, go ahead and uh, I got to remember where all of my C's are. Go ahead and roll a history check. And um, alibi, since you're so nervous, if you want, you can roll a perception check again to see if you see any other way in. Does it have to be perception? <laughs> what about investigation? There you go. I knew it was one of them, but I got the wrong one. Investigation is the right one. Because I do have a plus four for that. That's still terrible. <laughs> it's a 13, baby. All right, so a 13 and a 14. So. Are they so bad? Why are these rolls so bad, Dice Parter? This is my best they're, dice roll so far. They're extremely middle of the road. They're extremely mediocre. Mm. Um, so, Maud. As you're looking around, you do not see any other entrances. You can see that the way into this tomb was actually sort of busted open. But you do see that you could use the tomb to sort of hide yourselves without even needing a stealth check and literally get the drop on these guys from the hill that's behind them. Um, I like that. Samareth. Uh, no, sorry, Lyra. Um, it's like from what you heard from the locals, um, just as you were in about town, you don't actually pick up anything particularly useful of like secret entrances or anything. But you do know that the cycle of life is a surprisingly old religion that's fallen out of favor with the locals of that town specifically, which is weird because there's a tomb that's like less than a day away and it's 
still somewhat a popular religion, even if it's not like the most popular. So that sort of seems a little weird. All right. <clears throat> oh, should I go first? Um, well, okay. So I, I tell them very quietly and not at all in a slightly nervous way, that uh, our best option is probably, unsurprisingly, to sneak up behind them. Um, but I also have a little magic trick up my sleeve. So, um, Ooh, I like magic. If, if we can sneak over there... Actually, I should probably be talking to you too, shouldn't I? Um, if we manage miraculously to get over there without alerting them. I have this nice little trick where I can maybe encourage a certain amount of noise to come from somewhere else. I could make the woods whisper, but I think a nice old-fashioned thunderclap would be a very good distraction whilst they're sort of flinching and going bloody hell, what the hell was that? We can probably duck our way in fairly successfully. What do you say? I say we have a good old-fashioned talk with them, Gretchen says while rolling up her non-existent sleeves. Why would you do that? We can just go past them. They look like horses. I can take them. I'm not one to turn down a, a large boom. I like that that idea with the boom. Um, okay. Good. Two to one. Two to one. You're outvoted. Goodbye. Okay, we're going to sneak. <laughs> All right. So everybody, roll a sneak check, just real quick. It goes so badly. <laughs> you can do a dice button. Is that stealth? Oh, hey. That's pretty darn good. Here comes the fail roll. That's not a fail, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was just waiting. It was just waiting to use the good roll. All right. So y'all sneak so that you're literally above these two, uh, this halfling and this worn horse. Um... And you're just completely flabbergasted because you're like your shadows are over them when you're not careful (laughs) enough, but they're not noticing a single thing. They're just tuned out. You can tell it's like that John Mulaney skit where it's like, I am zoned out. That is them. Um, all right. So is there, what do you do next now that you've successfully you're you're pretty much ready to ambush them if you're gonna fight, and if you're not gonna fight, you should do the next part of your plan. Well, regardless of what the other two are doing, I am not fighting them, or at least not intending to. So I am going to, or rather, Alibi is going to sort of just he kind of just looks upwards, and you think for a second nothing is actually going to happen. But then there's this sort of little tremor in the air. You're just like this little sort of hum of electricity. And then there is, like, regardless of whether there are clouds or not, you haven't really had time to notice this, but there is the loudest thunderclap because he's just sort of used uh, thaumaturgy, which I think is pronounced like that, but God knows. 
um, to make a bloody great big thunderclap directly overhead. So he is simultaneously ducking into the place where he does not want to go, but he's going to do it because at least he'll be out of sight. All right, so he's he's like jumping down into the tomb as he casts this thunderclap. Yeah, he's he's kind of waited for it to definitely be about to happen, and then just yeah swings his way down. He's he's a small fox. He's like mm-hmm. not a tall tune at all. Uh, quick question: Do you have to roll for that, or is that like a cantrip thing? Oh, that's a cantrip. That thing. Yes. Excellent. That is all right. So. You see Alibi continue on with his plan, and he literally ducks down. Again, the guards are like, and they're like looking away from the door of the tomb. They don't see a thing, but if they were to turn around, they might see you. Do you guys follow Alibi, or do you get the drop on them? I say we follow him. We can't let him get ahead of that, get everything by himself. All right, you guys have currently circumvented the entire first encounter. Way to go! Um, so this this isn't relevant now, but just keep in mind, you guys do have that free natural twenty. I just want to keep it up because there are still a couple fights. But all right, so. As you guys are literally popping through the door, you see that the stone doors of the tomb appear to be appear to have been literally busted open because it's like it, it was like sealed off. Um, although there's a path uh, in the dust where people have been coming and going, cobwebs and layer of dust sort of just tell you that the tomb was sealed before the door was breached. The air almost like tastes old. Um, it's all musty and dry. Um, and just kind of a little bit gross, but like in that way that old stuff tastes when you're like around it for too long, even though you literally just got in. Um so you are all now in the tomb with two unaware guards behind you. Um or now, by the way, blocking the exit. Um, I think Lyra is up next. What do you do? Um, let's see. Uh, I guess we follow the path, wouldn't we? Sounds like a plan. Would oh, you like yep. to... Uh, Take a perception check or use one of your other skills. Um, get a good lay of the land. Uh, I can roll. Oh, I can try to roll a perception check. I I do have a minus one, so we'll see how that goes. That's not bad. That's not bad. Fifteen. All right. It's not actually your sight that is activated. It, it's when you listen really closely, you can hear arguing past the turn of the hallway. There are people in front of you, um, and they they seem to be in a sort of not heated, but like one of those amical arguments you have with your not exactly friends, but like coworkers where you're like, 
you're a bit of an idiot, but like, I have to tolerate you in order to finish the job. So like, we're just snarking at each other, but we're not like pulling out the big punches. It sounds, it sounds like there's two of them, but you can't be positive. What do you do? So there's uh, two more up ahead. What's the... We gonna ambush these guys? Or are we gonna... They might call for help bringing in the other two guys. Mm. Oh, sorry. Did you stop talking or did you cut out? I couldn't tell. <laughs> sorry. Stop talking. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, Alibi is trying not to freak out because he's in a desecrated tomb. And he was also, when he walked past the door, trying to figure out whether they had been broken from the outside or the inside. Not- but we went past them very quickly, so I don't know if I'm allowed to roll on that. <laughs> Sorry. Hello. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I have no idea who that was. <laughs> I'm sorry. Please continue. That didn't happen. <laughs> Never mind. We'll just we'll just pass on that and leave it as an on- ominous detail. Uh, yeah. So Alibi listens to this very carefully, and he nods and he's saying, "Well, I think what you mean to say, dear chap, uh, dear lady, dear, what are you actually? Uh, do you have a gender? Gender's boring. What do you? Oh mean? yeah, that, no, I'm I'm a woman. Uh, she here. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Just wanted to be sure. And and you, my dear person, who is a broom? Uh, obviously, with my feminine wiles. Okay, well, we're sorted. Uh, I'm quite happy with any, just so you know, but default male. Um, what we know is that there are at least two ahead. We can't be sure that there aren't any more. Uh, is there a way we can tell if there are any more? Do you two have any more? Um... I think no matter how many there is, we can take them on. That's ever so sweet of you, but I would rather be sure. Would you like to also roll perception, Mod? Oh boy. Um, <laughs> my perception is not good, but I will um, if I can get my hands to type D20. Oh my okay. goodness, I got an app 20. That is an act 20 that time? Okay, so first of all, you hear the people behind you, um, the the guards, they start up a little conversation and they're much more amicable than the people in front of you because you can hear the people in front of you. You can hear their every word um, and you can tell that there's exactly two people. Um, let me see. You can actually like even tell the difference in people's tones so you can tell that Behind you, obviously, there's the halfling and the worn horse. But in front of you, there sounds like there's a worn jackrabbit. Um, and what almost sounds like... Help, I'm trying to remember the other one. <laughs> oh, yes. A rubber hose duck. Um, <laughs> and they're they're actually talking about, like who gets to do what on the next shift. And they're like arguing about like, now I get to do this thing. Now I get to do this thing. Come on. I I did the credit job last time. No, you didn't. I did the credit job last time. 
Um, they're just, they're just going at it in the way that people who are kind of jerks to each other, but not full on jerks do. Um, just arguing. Um, you can tell for sure that they're in a bigger room than the hallway you're in now. Your ears are like galaxy braining. You can Ooh. hear everything. <laughs> you can hear <laughs> condensation dripping down from one of the few holes in the tomb. You can tell that it's actually like pretty decently uh, help holding up in spite of the fact that it's dirty and yucky and gross and everything you hate. Um, mm -hmm. Stuff hasn't really gotten into this tomb. You can hear the DM. Oh. You can hear my... What? <laughs> <laughs> um, my hearing is so good I broke the fourth wall. Actually, as someone who has hyperacuity, this is like the biggest mood I've ever had in a DMT game. <laughs> so okay. you can tell for sure that there are two people in front of you in a big-ish room and they're heckling with each other in a very casual way. They have no idea that you're here currently. You mm. can tell that the people behind you are like sort of starting to pay attention from the zone out place that you go to when you daydream, but they're not like particularly worried. So if you mm. could theoretically be quiet here, you might be able to go through the entire tomb before uh, they notice anything's wrong. But you can also tell from the way that things echoed, if anybody screams, you're basically screwed because the guards will hear it. Mm. Yeah, that big is. Oh boy. Okay, uh, I'm going to do the lazy playing D&D game and say, I relate all of this information to my colleagues because you said a mouthful, honey. Uh -huh. um, you could, yeah. Wait. You heard all that? How does that? Wow. Okay. You're okay. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know who that other person who was like narrating the whole scene was. That was kind of weird. Maybe it was one of the deities. I don't know. That. I that's think you're drinking weird water. Hmm? I think you're drinking weird water. What, well, you're hearing things. That, that what? You're hearing deities. What's up with that? <laughs> Well, I am a divine soul, but that's another story. Um, anyway, uh, so, yes. Good news, two people. Bad news could be four people very quickly if they are noisy. Um, any thoughts on that? I still believe in my strength. Uh, I'm very glad for you, darling. How about you, Doctor? Uh, I don't have a, a I don't have a degree. It's just doc. Um, and uh, well, I guess the thing is, if we take them out before they can scream, it's not a problem. Um, I like the way you think. Oh boy, I'm not sure I do, but I think I'm outvoted two to one. Is that right? I'm on the fence. <laughs> well, uh, I'm the out of fence. Speaking out of character, like literally, like what's what's our best option here? Like how how explodey are you two, and how can you do that quietly? <laughs> uh, no, I'm very loud when I fight. What is quiet? Okay, that answers all of my questions at once. Great. Um. <laughs> 
I'm looking at my spells and like seeing if there's a way to shut them up. And there actually isn't. That's very unfortunate. I should have thought about that. I mean, I've got hideous laughter, but that would probably go, oh, what if we just make them laugh? The guards up there won't think that laughing is a problem, unless that's very out of character for their work colleagues. Hmm. You immediately, immediately, with your still sort of galaxy-brained ears, which you can't, like, yet turn off, you hear them, like, like there's something in the way that the argument twists, and suddenly they both burst into laughter, and it's, like, really loud, and <laughs> it sort of dies down. So, I hope that answers your question. You deserve oh. that for the 20. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you, deity from above. <laughs> <laughs> what is this 20 you speak of? I don't know. That's wonderful. Okay, okay, okay. Right. Well, I'm going to give one of... Oh, well, I've only got two spell slots. Oh, do I have to do this? Um, um, do I, I, as tunes, we can just do Tasha, can't we? Yes. As tunes, you, you don't have to spend a spell slot oh, um, to do so. Happy day. Oh, wonderful. Right. Okay. It's tickling time. Right. Um, who's who's like, I mean, what, should I go in with the giggles first? Or would you two like to hit them on the head and then I hit them with the giggles? I think the giggles should start first, really, shouldn't they? Okay. Um, so, let's see real quick. It is based on charisma, so you may want to send whomever has the highest charisma to make them laugh. I have a 17 in charisma. <laughs> well, That's if either of you two can beat that, speak now or forever hold your peace. Oh, not a bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. <no. laughs> okay. So the question is now, would Alibi go in first with how scared he is, given that he's pretty sure that this will work if it works, but it will go real sideways really quick if it doesn't work? Okay, well, considering his other option is to just, like, go back, and he doesn't really actually fancy that, and he's kind of committed, and also curious, you got to admit, there's the curious and the rewards, and he's greedy, and he wants it, and ah, uh, so what he, what he does is, he does this sort of, <sighs> okay, sod it, and he literally just runs forwards, and he knows because of his D20 nap 20 hearing amazing skills that he's going to run directly between these two. And they've gone back to doing, I'm going to take some artistic li- liberty here, and they've gone back to, no, I'm going to, I know, I'm going to. And as he's running through, he shouts, no, I'm Spartacus, and hits both of them with the giggles. And, like, just keeps running till he's on the other side of the room as far away from them as possible. All right. Um, roll your roll. Your roll. Okay, so what? That's a d20 plus three, is it? For, is for, it a- for charisma. Charisma oh is... God, I really hope this works. Yes, plus three. 19! Okay, that's a 16. 19 is a 19 plus three, yeah. All right. So these tunes just... Turn to look at you, and then they turn as you run past them. They sort of go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he took our bit. He took. He took our gag. <laughs> Normally, I'd be at that, but <laughs> he's pretty funny. 
And they both start laughing and laughing. And I need the tune kind page back up. Why did I lose it? Oh, help. <laughs> it's around here somewhere. Um, um, that's my turn, but it's over to you, chaps. I was muted for a second. Gretchen's just even, even Gretchen's joining in on the laughter, but can't quite help laughing when other people are laughing. I mean, What's party going on. He's really, he really sold the gag. It yeah. was hysterical. Yeah. It was a full <laughs> on, um, it was a full on Bugs Bunny, uh, Daffy Duck situation. Yeah, she's like uh, she's like walking in giggling too, like, oh, can you believe that guy? That was great, right? <laughs> All right. I would say um this is Gretchen, yes? Yes, Gretchen. I'm gonna say roll either deception or persuasion in order to the fact that you guys are still strangers, even if he was hilarious, and now there's more people coming in. I say, um, yeah, okay. Let me get this. Uh, okay. Yep. Either way, it's plus three. All right. Pick your roll and then roll it, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Another 19. <laughs> yes. He's so funny. Is he, is he the new guy? Are you guys, oh, you guys, are you guys new here? Oh my gosh, you're so cute. You guys are so funny. Come on in. Um, I don't know when the training seminar is. We're not allowed to go past this room. Yeah, do you, is there anybody else coming? They can come on in if they're as funny as you two. Uh, yeah, I run in. <laughs> Y'all just need to get rid of the good rules. Now, you, now you're in. Um, so so they're, they're not... They're not perturbed at all. They're like, okay, that's cool. Uh, so what are you guys, what are you guys' job? I thought that most of you guys were supposed to be like looking around, uh, acoustic merchants and so forth. Why, what, did something happen while you guys were out? I mean, new recruits and everything, but the training's normally done, you know, while you're uh, taking people's kids and stuff. <laughs> Well, uh, I, I'm the I'm the demolitions expert, and uh, I've got to set up my work uh, before the training seminar starts. Oh, I get it. All right, what are you for? They're like they're like in that space where they're like literally high on their laughter just a little bit. So they're, they're like they're just in a great mood, man. Awesome. <laughs> Yeah, Alibi's still like he's just he's just going. He's like stopped running, but he's like still heading to the other side of the room. And he's like, "Yeah, come on, we're we're gonna be late." Oh, oh no, 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 wait, buddy, wait, buddy, you're not gonna want to go that. Uh, we're not allowed to go into into that room. Um, and now that you guys have successfully gotten in, I'm going to describe the room. The room is honestly pretty big with these two tunes sort of lounging against the doorway that's right next to where the path continues on. Um, it's honestly, in the most disgusting way possible, kind of gorgeous, because there are cobwebs just literally covering everything. There's water damage on stuff. There's plain old dirt. It's literally dirt floors, but the paintings are kind of beautiful in like this sort of 
um, what's what's the kind of curve that like goes up and down and up and down and up and down? Like a bell curve is half of it. The sine uh, wave. Yes, it's it's got this sine wave that just like shows. Although parts are like deteriorated, um, it's got this sine wave that like shows different parts of life and obviously the part that's birth is right next to the part that's death it's very thematic but the only portion that isn't a painting that you can read is a large band which is encircles the entire top of the room it reads as a member of the cycle of life i solemnly swear to help others through the ups and downs life provides contact those in key position and advocate for those who have broken down along the way and give those who deny their last laugh the vaudeville hook. So you have now successfully made it into this room and these people are like just a hundred percent convinced you're one of them. You would have to like say something wildly out of character for their sort of apparently extremely child napping um group in order for them to be unconvinced so you still have those two guards but they're not actually going to be a problem but they also don't want you going past where they are you see a little sign actually that's like obviously brand new that's tacked on that just says go no further minions which is honestly like a little rude but um these guys are like totally chill with you but they're like yeah boss man's in that room uh he specifically said don't go past he's with that uh that birdie that birdie guy um Oh, yeah, and that the first kid that we got, uh, she's in there, too, but we're not allowed in there. So y'all just y'all just want to maybe, hey, demolitions guy, you may want to go ahead and set out over here since there was that big thunderstorm clap thing. Um, don't want to get don't want to get it wet. But uh, yeah, and they just like sort of lean back and they're not even arguing anymore. Um, but it will seem odd if you go past them. Mm-hmm. Um, Griff is sort of looking at the sign like, that's his minions, I'm a broom. <laughs> different. Very good argument. All right. What do you do? Just try and walk. <laughs> Nothing happens. You successfully walk. There's a little corner and you can sort of see into the room, but like that room is oddly dark. But nothing happens to you. Cool. The people the people behind you are like, hey, uh, okay, I guess. I mean, if you guys have got stuff with the boss man, I guess you can go. He just said, like, it's not really safe to go that way. Of course, we'll move. One more time? It's, it's Lyra's go, so... Oh, it's mine? Sorry. Uh, 
Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll follow uh, Gretchen. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'll follow Gretchen, um, and I'll, I'll pull out a little... Um, I guess I'll pull out basically a flashlight. I basically have a... All right, roll perception. Um, oh, uh, minus... Okay, uh, right. uh, minus one, so it's eight. That's an eight. All right. There's a large thunk noise as something at your feet drops slightly, and a massive scythe comes swinging out of the ceiling. Okay. So, let me see. That's going to be a direct attack. So, congrats. You guys have successfully evaded literally every other opportunity I've had to attack you guys until now. Um, so I've got the 24. That's a 19 hit. Yeah, 19 hits. All right. So that's, um, see, so that's one. Let me get an F in the chat. <laughs> Rip the first hit. The Oof. Seven okay. points of damage, my dude. Are you alive? Are you okay? Okay, good. Um, I'm hurt though. Wait, actually, what type of damage was it? Um, slashing, I guess. Slashing. Or? Yes, it's slashing. All right. Got that health point potion though. Yeah. And yeah. Ow. Okay. That was a bad and choice. The two people who are behind you are like, oh, that's why. And they're sort of like pointing at each other as they say, that's why. And it's like, it's very funny. Oh, also, you, think, you, you say the two people behind him. You mean three. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, of course, Alibi. Oh, that's why. Wow. As much right. as I, as much as I enjoyed that, I think maybe this is a safety hazard. I'm gonna pull out my thieves' tools and see if. All yeah. right, go for it. You notice that the scythe is literally sticking in the wall. It's not like fully reset, so it seems like it could be pretty safe. Oh, all right. Well, in that case, that's fine. There's always that. There's always that concern, though. Yeah. I mean, it's, if it's not gonna reset, that's fine. Yeah, it's just it's just stuck in the wall with like a little bit of your containment vest, which astonishingly is not one of the pieces that's necessary. But it's like scary how close it got to one of the necessary pieces, and it, like it hurts you real good. But now it's stuck. <laughs> so it seems like Alibi could walk past it safely, probably. I'm like halfway between sauntering on, uh, sauntering vaguely downwards, or um, like trying to persuade these two to like either just like go back to their different positions, or like you sure like we're from the union, or are the pay benefits like really knocking you up? Like oh, there's so many options to go for here. I don't really know what to play. <laughs> 
um like how how are those two looking now like after that saga has um like just wound up honestly they're really fond of you they're like they're like nudging you a little bit with their elbows like yeah you you got your bits you know what's up they they seem like they would probably listen to you if you did something that wasn't wildly out of character but it also seems like if they turned on you your allies would be behind a scythe before they could get to you and help fight and there's Mm -hmm. still the problem of four on three if a mm. shout gets out. Mm. So it seems like, to be clear, you could ask them to do something and I will, they'll go, that's weird, no, or yeah, sure. But if you tried to make them do something, that's when you would start getting a little dicey. Mm. And you can also ask them questions and they're like, they're like 100% gung-ho. Okay, I'm going to go for the last option. Um, so, oh, yes, you two are just lovely. Easy with the ribbing, only six hit points. Um, darlings, I, I've got, um, you know, when you hear we were brought in from the Union. By the way, how's your dental plan? Do they have that installed yet? Oh, yes, our, de- our dental plan is pretty great, actually. And the rubber hose bird is like, I don't have any teeth. And the rabbit is like, yeah, whatever. Um, our mm. dental plan is great, and the rubber hose bird is like immediately like, oh yeah, well, that has nothing compared to our wing plan. You see, we have hollow bones, and the rub's like, hollow bones. Oh come on, please don't talk about this again. <sighs> hey, do you have dental? Hey, hey man, if they haven't given you dental, and the the bird is like immediately on, like, yeah man, if they haven't given you dental, we'll 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 get on their case. We'll send a full note. We'll send a uh. A lawyer's note. That's what they do, right? And, and they're like immediately going back to bantering with each other. But they okay. seem pretty happy, even though they're kidnapping children. Interesting. Right. Well, if possible, I'm going to like be sort of smiling and nodding, and then just casually walking mm-hmm. on to join my colleagues down the death tunnel, um, but sort of leaving them to have this amusing conversation because, like, we're chill. Okay. Yeah. They don't notice a thing. Awesome. All right, so all three of you are down the hallway in this tomb. One of you is injured. You do have that healing potion. And I'll drink that. All right, go ahead and mark that off your character sheet then. Just just to be clear. I heal, I heal all the way. Which is, oh, wow. Nice. That's, that's real good. Um... So, all of you are fully healed. You have two room, two whole encounters that you you just sashayed through. And you come down this hallway, which has, like, a curve in it. And you come to this room that's even bigger. Let me set the scene. Good atmospheric music here. Yeah, just, I mumble. Uh, It's a thing that I do. All right. So you open into, honestly, an even larger room than the one before you. It has a truly impressive statue on a pedestal at the end of it. It's like this hallway down to the statue. And there's, like, honestly, not much else. Here than in the other room. 
hasn't been used as much and it's much farther away from the entrance. Inside, an Aarakocra is throwing out every sensor, swear word that they know, and kicking the old while a Frank and Ollie bird perches atop a cage. Inside the cage is your lost lamb, stuck in such tight quarters it's not even funny, and crying genuine tears of terror. They're completely ignoring this poor thing. And it's pretty clear that they have no intention of making her comfortable, even though they're blackmailing her father. Mm. <laughs> what do so, you Ray, do? I think it's next, yeah. Mute it again. Whoops. <laughs> um. Maude, I'm so glad you're keeping track of this. I not like this one bit. This is crying not out of laughter, because that's just, that's not in good spirit or fun. That's just mean. That's bullying. <laughs> Um, love you, Gretchen, so much. <laughs> She's uh, valid, and I love her. Also, <laughs> swearing in front of a kid—that's mm. that's a little much. That's a lot of much. He's mm. like he's like doing the fullest censored <laughs> swears. He's going Gretchen, all the love. Gretchen pulls in like a here. Like we need to talk this out. We need to do something. That's not a good situation. This is not good. That that's bad. Gretch is just pointing, like, no, that's wrong. The Aarakocra turns around and he says, I don't recognize you. And if I don't recognize you, I didn't hire you. Pulls out this massive kugel and says, and I'm the only person who hires people around here. So you're trouble. The freaking Ollie bird turns, hops off the cage, and peers at you closely and says, I don't recognize them either, boss. And the Aarakocra says, shut up. Full initiative. Oh, God, not again. Are we keeping our initiative normal, or are we? Oh, yes, we are. Yes, we are. Yeah, I'm sorry. It. That's right. <laughs> it, it, it sounds it's, so it's cool, instinctive. Maud? Yeah. You're up. No, I'm not. No, that's right. Ah, I'm What's sorry. I I will I will I will do better at this. Um, so that's Lyra up, right? No. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Ray just it's talked. me. Um, yes. it's either Ray or you. So yeah. I will pull out my comedically oversized wrench that I carry yes. around as a as a great club. And I will run up to them and attempt to smack the Aarakocra in the face. All right. Um, go ahead and roll for it. Actually, hang on. I might catch the spell. Um, sorry. All right, roll for it. Yes, okay. I will, also, I will be casting Arcane Weapon on my wrench club. Also. Uh, that's not going to hit, though. Probably. Uh, number 10 does not. Yeah. Aarakocra easily moves out of the way and just glares at you baefully and says, you'll have to do better than that to hit me. 
Who's next? I am, and you know what? I think I am going to do better than that. And uh, so, yeah, Alibi points at that guy because he's not actually cool with any of what this is happening. And he uses his cantrip, which is called Toll the Dead, which Mm. is um, you are going to have to make a wisdom saving check. All right. My wisdom is zero, so that was a good idea. Um, 20? That's not 20. Oh my goodness, are you joking? I'm not, oh, but honestly, what? I wish I was, because that was really smart. He looks um, at you bayfully and says, What are you trying to do to someone as intelligent? He steps forward once. Smart. He steps forwards twice. May I take him back opportunity? Steps forwards three times. As me with something as pathetic as that. He's now mad and he is going straight for the sorcerer, ignoring the fighter, ignoring um the artificer. He is going straight for you. But can I have an attack attack of opportunity as he runs past me though? Sure, go ahead. Yay! <laughs> Thank you. Uh, no, okay, that's fine. <laughs> you oh, sweet. I really did try, but the Aarakocra doesn't even blink when he dodges your attack. He is he is mad as a hatter, as they say. It's a sixteen hit. I think, uh, I think Richard would run in as well, though. So, like... Yeah, you're both in front of me. That's true. Fair enough. Um, let's see. I'll just hold over the number for later. My apologies. (laughs) Sorry. No, you're good. You're right. Um, I'm wrong. Three, was it? Oh. You can't gonna do it either. You both really... Really, you both should get gold stars because, by golly, you really did try. But he doesn't blink at you either. He's just he's just going and he's swinging. Now, Alibi, does a 16 hit? Yeah. Yeah, it does. I'm a level one. <laughs> All right. I'm a level one sorcerer with six hit points. <laughs> gonna hurt. <laughs> And I can't even use the acne effect yet because I'm not a high enough level. Let me see. Question. Actually, question. If if I, like, eat it, can I cast Spare the Dying on myself? Sure. I will let it it happen. Um, (laughs) Do you cast that before somebody dies or after somebody dies? After. It's like when they hit zero. So, like, if my hand fell on myself, I could probably do it. All right. So you take four hit points. You're not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Oh, you're, not dead yet. you're real close, but you're not dead yet. So now you have this absolutely furious Airy Kakra in front of you. Um, let me see. That's right. Next up, we've got the bird. Oh my gosh, really? 
the bird is not as interested in you because obviously the Arakakra is both possessive and pissed. Um, so she's going to take her short bow. Uh, she is going to aim at Samarant because she does not seem as heavily armored as Rabel's as much as she's covered. Um, does a 19 hit, my dear? Why I, is no, this working for me? It does actually do. Now? It does actually hit, surprisingly. I can't believe it, man. Um, Short bow. I'll probably survive this attack. Yeah, okay. Damage, my dear. I'm, 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 I'm up. I'm swinging. <laughs> All right. Next up is Ray. You got two people who are really hurt, and two enemies who have not been touched. What do you do? Charge. Yes. Richard, Richard runs in, swinging at the bird, and um. Let's see. Uh, strength roll? Or... Strength plus proficiency, probably. Uh, A 12 against... That is not going to hit. <gasps> you swing past her and the bird uses her wings to flop to just pop a little bit and manages to evade your blow. She is now focused on you, though. Um, so that's good. Lyra, you're up. Uh, I'm going to spring up in the air and just bring the hammer, the 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 wrench down on the on the Saracocra, and I'm gonna use inspiration to crit on it. Yes, good laughs. Alrighty. So, I guess you just tell me how much damage you do, because <laughs> um, I can't defend against that. Uh, okay, and then add to that um, 2d6. Okay, so I bring this wrench down. It's, uh, I press a button on the wrench, and just fire starts spurting out of it, and it hits the Aarakocra for 11 bludgeoning and 6 fire damage. All right. So, so it is now... It folds into an accordion, and <laughs> then it springs up, and its eyes are really bloodshot, and it, like, drops its cugel and picks it up, and now it menaces towards you, but it's still got its eye on the sorcerer that it, like, literally beat within an inch of its life. This thing is mad. This thing is bloodied, but it is not dead. <laughs> Alibi, what do you do? Oh, I'm in much the same state. What a coincidence. Um, hmm. <laughs> I, I'm going to ask, like, right now, does using a healing potion use up my turn? I don't think it would use up your turn. Let's say that it uses move so that you can still attack. Let's say, 
here, here's what we'll say. We'll say it either uses up your move or your attack. You have you get to pick which. So do you want to get away and not do anything, or do you want to attack, but you're still in swing and range of this very mad uh guy? I'm a very mad guy. Alibi is not looking hot, so you're actually like not quite sure whether he does this or whether the magic kind of does it for him. So his hand kind of raises up in the air and you think it's going to go for the healing potion, but it doesn't. Because what happens next is that I roll and hope to God that I hit something for the love of so I'm going to cast, hopefully, Chaos Bolt, which is one of my favorite spells. And I can't remember what I add to that. Like, what what do I add to that? Um, Chaos Bolt is acid. It's plus five. Um, okay. okay. Also, it's not acid, but I'll tell you what it actually is in a second, because you're going to love it if it hits. Please. That's a 16. Sorry, I had to roll concentration. So it's a 16? Sorry? It's a 16? It's a 16. That exactly hits. Tell me what happens. Awesome. Okay. (laughs) So Chaos Bolt is so much fun. I have hurled an undulating, warbling mass of chaotic energy at one creature in range. And I have to roll a 2d8 plus 1d6 damage. Uh, if you could do that, like, uh, hang on. Uh, right, writing and talking is really, really hard. So 2d8 plus 1d6, I think. Is that right? I have no idea how to do this. Oh, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah, we rolled the 2d8, but not the 1d6. They kept it. Okay. Uh, so y'all are going to have to help me out. I've never... them together. Uh, I've, like, never used this dice parser before. Me neither. Okay. Um... Like, my brain can't figure out what to do right now because I'm, like, trying to not <laughs> help. Can, like, someone do this for me? I literally can't. My brain is just over. Yeah. Math is bad. Yeah, I've got it. <laughs> I'm a cartoonist. Uh, e- three. You have 12 points of damage. Okay. So, ah, uh, it's such a shame, because if the 2d8s uh, have the same number, then I can make it leap to another character. Um, so, yeah, uh, I have to choose one of the numbers of one of those d8s, and that tells you what kind of magic it is. So, uh, All right, so it. you can pick either a 2 or a 7. 2 or a 7. So either cold or psychic. I am... Alibi is really annoyed, so I'm going to go with psychic. So, yeah, you just see this sort of purple Pokemon-esque sort of warping of the space-time continuum in the room, and it just, like, smacks into this Aracocro. He groans, he falls to a knee, uses Hugel 
um, as as a support so that he doesn't fall over completely. And then he glares a very, very angry, but also very, very weak eye at you. I just gave him a beautiful smile. (laughs) I'm gonna wipe that smile off your face! Because it is now also his turn. Let's see. Once again, that's a plus four to hit. These guys, man. Please miss, please miss, please miss. Does a nine hit? No, it does not! He takes his cue goal and it's like underhand pose, which he's using to hold on, and he swipes it up at you, and he misses entirely, wholly oh, oh. and utterly. He just completely misses. The Frank and Ollie bird kind of like sighs, like, come on, man. Come on. Um, and she is currently fighting uh, Gretchen? Gretchen, yes. So she is going to swap out her uh, short bow, just leaving this guy to either die or take him out, um, and pull out a scimitar. Um, and she hops back a little, and this is the first time you've actually heard the sheep, like, coherent the trapped sheep in the cage goes, don't hurt him! Don't hurt him! And she ignores it completely. She swings with her scimitar. Awesome, by the way. Does a 10 hit? Armor class is 15. All right, so then she misses you, and she swings around a couple times, and she gets dizzy, like, for just half a second, but she shakes it off before anything else can happen. (laughs) All right. Ray, it is now your turn. Um, she moves in close for Mm -hmm. another attack. Um, carry back. Uh, let's see. Oops. <laughs> yeah, six is not gonna do it. You also swing and you miss and you turn around a couple times and you're a little dizzy, but you get yourself back together before anybody else can move. So swing and a miss, swing and a miss. Lyra, you've got a very, very damaged and very, very pissed Aarakocra, and you've got also a Frank and Ollie bird that hasn't been touched. What do you do? Uh-huh. I believe I'm in melee with this uh, Aarakocra, so I'm going to deal with that currently. All right. So I spin around with a wild flourish and bring my wrench down on the ground, missing entirely, like smashing into the Yeah, it, it, it forms a little divot, and you can see the little lamb go, no, it's a nice floor. She's kind of like I- not sure what to be sad about anymore, so she's just <laughs> sad about everything. She's 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 in actually a good deal of pain with how small the cage is. So she's just like sad about everything. And none of you can blame her because she's had a really rough fucking day. Yeah. Well, All uh, right. I believe it is now Alibi's turn. 
goody. Okay, uh, nothing else is happening before he downs that healing potion because my goodness, the poor boy needs it. Yes. So uh, just a little bit. So just a little bit. So that's a two D four plus two, is it? Yeah. Oh my god, let's see if I can actually do that this time. Uh, You've got it. You can't use the space as the thing. Oh, for crying out loud, that's all it is. I'm so dumb. I think so. so. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, there we oh, go. Five points of damage he- healed. <laughs> Don't give me five points of damage, please. Healed, sorry. Ah, oh, phew, that's much better. Yes, I am back to my hearty hail six hit points. Uh, there we go. Ooh, that's much better. Uh, can I do anything else in that turn, or...? I believe that's the end of your turn, unless you want to disengage with your move. Um, nah, that's fine. All right. It's your funeral. Oh, wait, no. What do you mean by disengage? Like, like, like you can... Right now you're in melee with this guy, so he can hit you uh, pretty oh, freely. Oh, I'm going to run the heck away. <laughs> so you can disengage, which is literally just moving away from straight-up melee range. Um, you're not actually running far yet, but you don't provoke an opportunity attack if you only move that far. You can also just use your full move, but that provokes an opportunity attack. So I'm assuming you want to just disengage. Yeah, 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 that would be so nice. I would love to do that. All right, Alibi wiggles his fingers in front of, uh, on the sides of his face and sticks out his tongue and then, yes, and then shifts, shifts just, just out of reach of this Aarakocra. All right. Um, I think this Aarakocra gets back to his feet. Um, I think what he does is he whirls around to Doc and says, if I can't get one of you, I'll get the other. And he swings down his kugel. Sorry, Doc. No worries. (laughs) That'll hit. (laughs) Are you sure that's going to hit? I'm not positive. It's a twenty-one for the benefit of the tape. Ooh. Yeah, it just it just gets me, just barely. Um, Where the heck? Now, when you say cute, this is uh this is bludgeoning damage, yes. Oh yes, a little bit. Mm. I think it was. We have resistance on that, don't we? I think that was. That's nine points of damage, but you have something interesting to tell me, don't you? Good boy. Yeah, the thing is, I'm dead. Oh, oh dear. Like straight up dead. Yeah. So the okay. kugel comes down, and you see it like hit Doc, but it doesn't like hit the normal way. It hits tunes where it's all like rubbery and stuff. It hits sort of like it's a balloon, and Doc just kind of kerplushes. Yeah, there's a nasty crunching sound, and my head just sort of blows up, and I'm, yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. There's... Okay, Alibi doesn't want that. Okay, we do need an action chat. (laughs) So the arrow cocker's like, ha! 
ha, ha, ha. And he points at you two and is like, I told you, ha, ha, I'm not dumb, ha, ha, ha. And then he steps in front of the, in front, in between Doc and the other two and says, if you leave now, we'll let your friend go. And we'll let you all free if you never come back. So the thing is, in this region, the reason bandits are so well known and they're fought so often is they often take prisoners rather than actually slaughtering their their people they kidnap. It's why kidnapping is such a big deal these days. Um, so the reason, so he's actually probably good for his word if you guys just turn around and leave right now. You do have Spare the Dying. Mm. And you uh, do have a lamb to save. But you've also got a guaranteed get-out-of-jail-free card trying to tempt you. Uh, I just took enough to take me to negative max. I Spare the Dying will not help me. I am dead. Really? Yeah. No, I'm dead. <laughs> I cannot be stabilized. Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, come on. No. Can I say that he's doing non-lethal damage? Like I said, it's actually pretty common in this region to ransom prisoners. Hence why you guys are saving this lamb. Okay. Uh, so what do we do now? Like... I'm actually going to say that that was intentional. I'm going to say that that's non-lethal damage. Um, okay. He just needed to prove something. So he, so your friend is technically still alive because I said so. Um, but Thank you. but Doc's like Doc's like real bad, like melted bad. Okay. So. You are going to want to use that Spare the Dying. You're going to want to use whatever healing you got. Yeah, and I don't have any healing. I have Spare the Dying and that's it. <laughs> and I've used the, heal the healing potion, so I can't even give him that. Oh, no. Hey, guys, who brought the healing spells? It's okay. Gretchen, Gretchen will use the potion. Oh, Gretchen! Oh, you're like you are so. That ain't and, funny. And, it ain't funny to let someone be hurt like that. That's not a joke. No. That ain't a prank, bro. Yeah, yeah. That, that, the Frank and Ollie looks like a little perturbed, and she's like, "That there? Where's the gag? That's that's not funny, man. What what kind of boss are you?" <laughs> the Eric Cocker's just like he's just like doing one of those completely obnoxious football touchdowns a little oh. bit. Just like, just like teabagging a little bit. He's he's he doesn't care that this is not actually good or funny. He's he's he was mad and now he's pulling a gag where there really shouldn't be one. Okay, so, my friends, let me ask you, what do you do? Would Spare the Dying, like, do anything? Because he's not, like, actually dead or at zero, right? I think he's at zero, but he's not... Hang on, let me check non-lethal damage. Uh, she would technically be stable if it was... Alright, she's stable uh, regarding non-lethal damage. Uh, hurry up and look faster. 
If she's already stable, then there's no point in me using Spare the Dying. So I have a blank canvas on which to muck about with, which actually makes my job more difficult. Damn it. Um, This is so... this This is hard because Alibi is like equal parts like really wanting to take that ticket to freedom and he's still friends with all of the people that they will have to go past at the moment. But he's also extremely not friends with this person and does not like them very much. And he's not actually a very nice person himself. So it's going to be, oh, I really hope it works this time because that would be so cool. He's going to sort of look thoughtful. You know, he's got the chin at his hand and he's just sort of like, you know what, you make a very strong case. I'm a very stubborn person and the hand just swings round ever so slightly so that his finger points at the Arakoka and he tries again, please be successful this time, told the dead so make a wisdom saving check um 11 so that's (laughs) that doesn't make it a three won't make That's it. That's really good. I'm very happy. I'm very glad about this. I was starting to hate this guy. Tell oh, me what that does, really. darling. Okay. So, Tolvedad is another wonderful thing because you point at one creature you can see within range, and the sound of a dolorous bell fills the air around it for a moment. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw, which it has not, or take 1d8 necrotic damage if. The target is missing any of its hit points. It in- it instead takes a 1d12 necrotic damage. So that's going to be a 1d12. Please be good. It's a six. That'll do. That's, I mean, it's not, it's not great, but... <laughs> that's enough, though. Ooh, the Aarakocra hears this bell... And doesn't even like, like, this is the most cartoony thing it's done. Aside, like, it's been gloating over an enemy that it clearly defeated, and it's been a jerk all the way through, but it's not really been cartoony. It's just been sort of a dick. Um, but when it hears this bell, it like snaps all of its limbs straight together and just sort of falls back. <laughs> There's no coffin the way it would be in a proper gag. There's no. <laughs> Wedding bell. There's no church bells. There's no priest that runs up and says, "By the power of Christ, I say." None of that. But but this is the closest you've gotten to an actual cartoony appropriate thing out of this jerk the entire time. <laughs> so I'm so happy about this right now. <laughs> I'm very happy too. So what happens is the Frank and Ollie bird just looks at you and says, listen, man, I know we're like kidnapping kids, but that was whack. Okay. Um, You mean he was whack or I was whack? I think both. No, no, no. no, no. Let me be clear. He was whack. That, that was the whack that I was talking about him. Not, not you, you, you are perfectly appropriate. Um, Am I going to be allowed to just, take the others and go or are we gonna we gonna keep doing this because because i agree that he was just he was he was 
way out, out of line there. Oh, I'm so glad we see eye to eye because I personally would really just love to call it a day. And your friends back there seem just ever so charming. So perhaps if you could just, yes, tell them all it's a day off. You know, the boss has decided, like, especially with the new staff on hand down here, that perhaps they can just take the evening off. Yeah, yeah, right. I'm just, I'm just, she sort of sidles past and just like watches to see if Ribbles, uh, to see if Gretchen and Doc are going to do anything. And she's like, we're all, we're all just cool with me going, right? She's like, she's like, I'm not going to be attacked. I'm not going to be stabbed in the back. So I'm making sure we're all cool before I leave. Oh, uh, Gretchen isn't going to attack, but she is giving the look like she was disapproving of this whole thing. Like you were involved with this person, she's giving the look. One of the one of the little tweeting birds that are currently flying around just kind of nods. All right, all right, we're good. And 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 she just walks off. You see, who you hear? Who set off the site? Oh. And then you hear three people go, oh, that's right. And that's when you realize that the only two people who came over here were birds and likely flew over here. So they were aware of the scythe trap, but they didn't set it off. Smart. And then you hear nothing except for a little lamb trying to, like, wipe the tears away from her eyes. But she's still, like, sort of in pain. And it's like, are you here to save? Oh my gosh, whose whose turn is it? I've lost track. Um, you were last, so DM would be next. So it's Ra- it's Ray's turn. Okay. Gretchen just looks up at the little girl. Of course, we're gonna get you out of here. It's awful what you went through here. I'm sorry you had to hear all those horrible French words. <laughs> they were terrible. I didn't even understand more than two of them, and Dad never swears, so they were real bad. (laughs) They were terrible. Trust me. One day you'll know. But for now, you don't need to. It's okay. We're here. All right. Um, I'm going to require an easy strength trick from you. So just roll strength. Okay. Okay, let's see. Um... A 12 will do it. You pop the lid off the cage, and the, the lamb, like, literally does pop up as soon oh. as the lid comes up because it was really cramped in there. These people were not good people. Uh, and she immediately, like, runs and hugs each and every one of you, whether you're willing to have hugs or not. Uh, like, with tears in her eyes just streaming down in that cartoony but not funny way. Where it's like she's actually like relieved of terror. Um, she says, "Thank you." Are we? Do you? Do you? Uh, and she like waves her head and says, "They were they were trying to find something from the statue. Are are we gonna figure that out first, or are we gonna go?" Uh, I think before anything else, we should probably save our extremely ill-looking friend. And I'm alibi <laughs> sort of nodding at the corpse on the corpse. <laughs> yes. 
because I don't have a healing potion anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, Gretchen's going over there and gonna hoist that that potion <laughs> to duck. Go ahead and, and roll for it. Um. Okay. One. D four was it? Two D four plus two. Yeah. That's nice. Five points of damage. All right. Uh, healed. Five <laughs> points of healing. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think this potion's gone. Lord, it totally was. Doc pops up, picks the red jump, looks around, is like, ah, all right. Uh, everything looks fine. We're fine. Everything's good now. Thumbs up. Cool. Uh, awesome. Sorry about that. I'm fine. Thank you. Oh, and don't do it again. <laughs> I'll try. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> Alibi's actually just smiling from ear to ear because he just nearly beefed it too, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys. All right. Um, so the lamb has indicated that something's up with the statue, but since the lady is leaving, you could also just go. What do you guys do? Hmm. I just spoke, so I feel it's a uh, raise go, probably. Oh, right, 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 right. Um. Shoot. Uh. I think I think Gretch is on the side of we should we should probably get this girl out of here. She's been through enough. We need to at least get her out out of this kind of scary place. Uh, yeah, we can always. Yeah, we we can we can come back to this later. I think this girl has seen it all. We and heard it all for sure. Uh, let's get her out. <laughs> yeah, those guys were bleep dying at bleep pulse. Hey, <laughs> says hey. Doc, and then realizes <laughs> what she said and covers her mouth. How dare you! <laughs> All right. So, with that browsing success at your heels, you guys travel back to town. Once again, making it safely through the forest of Notaro. Maybe the forest spirit smiled upon your mission because, again, nothing happens. You reunite Bernard and his daughter Willa, the little lamb. We leave on our party celebrating with each other back at the ta tavern, enjoying the minor fame that comes with a rescue well done. Say your parting remarks, folks. We're almost out of this. Alibi is, like, trying to enjoy all of this, like, celebration, but he looks like this has, like, never happened before. So he's, like, just kind of bewildered and pleased but also like just keeps kind of ducking people trying to hug him because he's like well, well you know this is just not absolutely not what he's used to and there is a part of him that was curious and there was a part of him that really wanted to see what was up with that statue but there was a larger part of him that had absolutely had enough did not want to be messing also still was very aware that that was all happening in a desecrated grave. So when they had left, he tried basically to, like, encourage the others to push the stones back into place because he don't want none more of that. No, thank you. Um, no, I yeah. could have cast mending on those doors if you wanted me to. Awesome. That's, that's, that suits me just fine. So, yeah, while he's, like, trying to duck all these strangers who are being nice to him for some reason, he, he sort of 
just he doesn't really say anything to the other two, but he keeps like looking at them like he 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 was really actually kind of like digs these people, and you get the idea that this isn't a common thing, and you might catch him later on carrying that very very small sheep on his also not very tall shoulders and actually enjoying himself quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Excellent, Ray. It's your turn. Well, Gretchen, Gretchen has her eyes on the prize. She wants that wool. Mama needs a new pair of shoes, slippers. <laughs> She's been barefoot this entire time. <laughs> oh, All right. As due to his promise, he will lead you through his wares after you're done drinking at the tavern. But he is currently um, in a private room getting sheared. Literally as you speak, like you can occasionally hear the the buzzing just a little bit um, when when the crowd murmur is not too loud. Um, and uh, this leaves the little lamb with you three and she's like bouncing between you three because on the overnight it took you to get through the forest of Notaro, she has like gotten extremely attached. She is so over the moon with you three heroes. And she's just like, yeah, these guys saved me. They brought me from this cage. And there was this big bad guy. And then, and then the, 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 uh, what was it? Which came first? Uh, the bad guy. He hit the guy with the mask and the guy went fell and he went splat. And not like the good kind of splat, you know, like that. And she slaps one of the, uh, fellow tune kind, and they react appropriately. Like, she's like, yeah, not like that. Like, and she pauses. She's like, the bad splat. But then, then, Mister Owlboy, she can't say it properly. Owlboy came. And he was like, zap, zap. Nobody touches my friend. And then Gretchen was like, what? But she missed. And then the other one would be like, what? But she missed too! And they were doing proper tunes, and we all agreed that Eric Crocker was not a proper tune. She's ecstatic. <laughs> so cute. <laughs> all right, Ray, do you have anything else to say? Um, not really. That Gretchen had a very fun time, and that this was, I, I think, uh, also, uh, they're Um, hard sometimes Mm. they are they are hard especially after like two hours of them Richard after is given like the little little lamb some head pats and stuff she's gotten kind of attached you know she's gotten just as attached what a cute kid uh oh alright Lyra I think you're up Oh, yeah. Uh, handling the, her near demise and then resurrection, and also this very cute lamb just squeeing practically over them. Uh, she's been. She's mostly been enjoying herself uh, with a part of the story about her knocked unconscious and not behaving in a proper tune way. Came around, she looked a little embarrassed, but then things got better, so that's fine. Uh, when when he's done getting sheared, uh, he wa- she wants to talk to Bernard. Um, is that all right? 
Very reasonable. Would you like to talk to him now as a Treddy? Uh, sure. Mm -hmm. All right. This will be our last uh, little thing. Bernard comes out and there's also like this much, much more uh, basically bald sheep that comes out before him. And like you can see Gretchen get like really excited for half a second. And then Bernard comes out and he's like very, very closely sheared, but not quite as closely sheared. And, and Gretchen just like wilts the tiniest bit because like there's a lot of wool in his arms. But like the other the other guy got her really excited. Um, <laughs> and, and now he still like has some. Fear, so it's like, is this a really fair trade? Bernard comes out and says. Well, my dear, I don't know what you'll do with the wool raw, but you can have it now, or I can actually process for you. Which would you like after you saved my... And, and you can see him like immediately start tearing again. My precious daughter! And Willa comes in like, Daddy! And they're both like crying a little bit because as it turns out, that that's actually more of a family trait than just the fact that they were in perilous circumstances. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, Weepy sheepy. I'll take but, that process. That'd be that'd save me some time. That'd be great. Absolutely, my dear. I will do it for you. Now, um, there is the promise of reward which I gave you and am good. For he sniffs and tries to make sure that everybody's paying attention. So you each had a healing potion, which obviously was not part of the final trade. Would you like another healing potion to be used when you, you know, adventure other ways? Yes? Yes, absolutely. This one came in very useful. Alright, so he doles out a healing potion to you, taking you his wares. He gives you a couple hundred gold, which, when split across you guys, is a about 70 gold each and tell i want you guys to tell me what specific item do you pick up from his shop that you want you tell me rather than i tell you wow that's a hard question oh are they allowed to like be like anything like from the dnd marketplace of crazy things that you can buy or like Within reason, and you have to find it within the next five minutes so that we're not oh, standing here boy. for an hour. <laughs> so so keep in mind up. that this was a merchant who was acousted on the way here. So, like, maybe keep it to just the stuff that's within the normal player's handbook. But, like, you could probably get a halberd or um, a scroll that's of a moderate level. Let's say nothing more than. 500 gold pieces from the player's handbook. Let me see. I can probably find that. I'm say I don't have that, so <laughs> that's going to be interesting. I have a PDF. Um, oh, awesome. That would be very helpful. I've got it up currently if anyone needs it. Oh, yeah. Could you throw a link at me? Thank uh, you. No, sorry, I've got the physical copy. Um, oh, I can throw a link at you. That would be very kind. Thank you. Um, Sorry, it's 10 p.m. and Mod's brain stops working at 9. <laughs> honestly, that's fair. Um, 
Kai actually has a great point. Why don't we figure out what items are, what items you pick out uh, within the next couple of minutes, but go ahead and like end the call. Um, so as I said, we leave our heroes celebrating each other back at the tavern. It's bouncing between uh, Bernard talking about what wares he does have and occasional accolades from the other people like, wow, way to go. Y'all actually did go into that tomb. It was definitely not haunted. Oh, good. So good to know. Um, uh, as, as I'm looking through his wares, I'm just going to say, hey, I, I'm noticing you don't have uh, a lot of well, explosive. So if you ever need to, like, stock up, here's, here's my business card. I'm going to hand that to him. Um, oh! Out of, this, out of this rescue mission, I get a, a fellow seller? I'm glad to hear this. What do you two sell, brave heroes who saved my precious daughter? Zed! They do it again. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, Sometimes I make a, a very lovely little, like, uh, scented bath, like, uh, thing. Like, you know, Ooh, to put you in your bathroom. Keep it nice. Using, like, little forest herbs sometimes. You would be surprised how well those sell, my dear. You must give me your contact information as well. After all, I do owe you that favor. Oh, okay. Here, okay. Here you go. <laughs> my, my dear alibi, are you going to be around in the area to I, I know I've got to get you your things. Don't, don't fear, I will. But um, you, you seem like a proprietary sort. Surely you can sell some stuff. And my dear Willa has grown rather fond of you, too. You see Willa telling the story again. She's like, and the, the, the guy says, don't touch my friends! Zap, zap, zap! <laughs> she, is, she is very, very excited about that one spell that you did. Uh, Alibi doesn't have the heart to say that he didn't say anything. <laughs> of course he didn't. That's that's little kid talk. Yeah. I mean, um, Alibi looks kind of sheepish for a second, and and well, pardon the pun. Uh, and he sort of just sort of says, I, "I I don't really do work. It's not really my cup of tea. But I suppose if." I'm in the area. I could stop in and say hello to you too. Um, I I wouldn't mind. Uh, so if you just keep a spare bed for me, that would be that would be lovely. And I'll see what I can do for you on the occasion. Excellent. I will be more than glad to have any of you for dinner at time if you give me prior warning. We <laughs> zoom out on our protagonist then. On this cheerful scene, as this successful rescue mission comes to a close. That's all, folks. Woo! Thank you so much for DMing. Thank you, guys. This was amazing. Yes, and thank you, Kai, for recording it for us. Yes, this is wonderful. I promise I will. I will figure out whatever I need to do before I do my next session. I, I, I completely dropped the ball on that one, and you had my back. Ooh, that was so much fun. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. Everybody.
that's awesome. Okay, I'm going to stop talking now because my throat is quite sore. <laughs> All right. Um, I'll pretty soon start coming up with timelines for the next game. If y'all, uh, I do request that you guys wait a game uh, yep, yep. before you hop back in to make sure that everybody gets the chance to play. <laughs> but this was a blast. So after that one game, feel free to come back and play another one shot with me because this was great. This was super great. <laughs> really fun. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yay. Thank you thank guys. You. Y'all were fabulous. Trust me. A major part of every good game is good players. Y'all were great. And aren't you so glad that we avoided fighting people until we had to? <laughs> I can't believe you guys avoided, I think it was four combat encounters and only fought the last guy. I, I genuinely can't believe that. There was supposed to be like a surprise encounter that happened while you were fighting other people, but you never fought people, so it couldn't happen. <laughs> Pacifist run, baby. <laughs> That's the way we do it. Okay, I'm gonna call it. And uh yeah, that was that was so so great. Thank you, DM. Thank you, Ray. Thank you, Lyra, Lyra. I am so sorry I can't pronounce your name. <laughs> All right, have a good rest of your day, y'all. Bye. Yeah.